The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit the guys up on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Good morning, everybody. It is a new day. Groundhog Day, Thursday, February 2nd, T-Row in the morning show time here on The Ref, the home of Sooner fans. Keeping one eye on Gobbler's Knob as they are uh, not far away from finding out if we've got six more weeks of winter or not. Phil's big day is today. We'll keep you updated. Uh, TJ, I am watching uh, a live broadcast right now from um, Groundhog Day festivities in Gobbler's Knob, Pennsylvania. So uh, we will be the first to break the news when Ponsatani Phil makes his big decision coming up here in just a few Come on, Phil! I can't remember exactly how it works, uh... I can't remember if you want to see a shadow or you don't want to see a shadow, but one of those will happen. It's 14 degrees right now in Gobbler's Knob. It appears to me thousands of people have gathered to see a rodent. So uh, we'll let you know as soon as we have uh, official word. Uh, Oh, boy. Not good last night. Sooners get routed by the Cowboys, 71-61 in the LNC. OSU gets the Bedlam sweep. Thunder lose to the worst team in the NBA, the Houston Rockets, again, 112-106, that game in Houston. But Red Panda was spectacular again last night, so we got that going for us. Other than that, it's a miserable day, and I can't believe TJ's making me work today. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, TJ. I'm not making you work today. Yes, well, you did not call to let me know I had today off. You didn't get the text that uh, I got when I was walking out the door that I had to go wake my wife for and say, uh, reset your alarm. So you must not have got the text that I got. Your wife texted you? No, no, no. I was saying I was leaving the house, and the text went off, and it said, Norman Public Schools are now closed today. Oh. After the text last night of, uh, we're, we're, uh, we're going to be uh, in school tomorrow. So if you're waking up and did not get the text and you're in Norman, uh, they did cancel school this morning. So, How come? Icy conditions, it says. Oh, that's a load of, well, I don't know. Maybe it is. I have no idea. Um, I did get a call this morning. And it was at 5 a.m. from Piedmont schools. However, I did not know that at the time. So I was home late last night, and then 
had a little bit of a family situation after that. Everybody's fine. Just was on a phone call later. So I got, uh, I went to bed late and five o'clock, the phone starts ringing. My cell phone's ringing. And immediately I think I've overslept. That I'm calling you? Yeah. Yes. It's been a while, but that's what happens when I don't. Sure. When I don't ring in, when I usually ring in here, TJ will call me and say, dude, you awake? And so my phone starts vibrating. I'm in a sleepy haze, dead, dead sleep, dead sound asleep. And my phone is it's vibrating on stand. I'm like, oh, crap, I've overslept. Heart racing. I immediately pop up out of bed, grab the phone, ready to race in here to do the show, which I am now late for. And I look at it, and it says 5.01. And I'm st- I can't I can't compute yet. <laughs> then you're like, wait a minute, do we have a time change? Is it really six oh one? Yeah, five oh one. Is it five? But my show started five. And you know, I'm trying to. Is it? Do we? Am I on Central Time? I'm do- doing all this stuff, and then I notice it's not you. And it's a, you know, it's just a number on there ringing. And uh, so then I, I just answered it, and it was Piedmont telling us we had uh, distance learning today, TJ. Distance learning. Second straight day we've had distance learning due to the icy conditions out there. So I don't know. Maybe something came through last night. I shouldn't say there's nothing out there. But I went to Norman and back last night with no issues. But that doesn't mean out on some of the uh, roads yeah, where the I buses got to get there. Some stuff, I think so perhaps I some side roads, maybe yeah, some sidewalks, side perhaps. Side roads are always the toughest. All I know is I went west side to east side of Norman at about 45 miles an hour. So I don't know what was, hey, slow what down was, there, what was going on slow with the canceling of school. There, but it's, it's canceled. <laughs> but then I, again, there's no better feeling than going back to sleep. Even if it's for 10 minutes, you know? Like, oh man, I get to go back to sleep. So I went back to sleep. And I and I'm here on time. I'm here on time today, fresh off a of butt kicking, ready to face the uh angry public today, because that's what TJ makes me do. He makes me get up regardless of what happens and do a radio show. So here I am. Good morning, TJ. Good morning. How are you today, TJ? Uh, I'm all right. Were you Wish there last, last night, night? would have been better. I was not. No, was not. Oh, I just knew for sure you were there. You're going to blame and me? we could blame you. No, yes. you can't. So, Disgust. You're the only one in Norman that wasn't there, by the it, way. Well, exactly. So, here's my, here's my thing. Disgust. We had talked about it. Thought we were going to go. Katie ended up getting a late dinner. So, I was like, all right, well, we'll, we'll wait a little while. We want to see her. And then I started getting word of traffic and... Uh, parking lots, and then uh, somebody else posted a picture, and I'm like, uh, dude, we may not get in, and we, if we do, we might just be standing. And uh, so we made the decision just to watch at home because we could tell well, the crowd was going to be week. very good. The crowd was going to be very good. I made the right decision. Hey, I made the right decision. Maybe we would have won if you were there. Nope, nope. Gut told me uh, uh, you are good to stay at home and watch it from the house. So, uh, but, but you were right. This Groundhog Day season. Live, because of live one woman, in, uh, Marcia Glando, our executive director. Thank you. It's Marcia. Come on, Gobbler's Knob. The Gobbler's Knob guy's Marcia. always out of breath, too. Well, I've been watching for the last 20 minutes. They've been singing and dancing their <laughs> rear ends off, man. Phil! They got, 
tuxedos with top hats on. They've got it's a mixture of like greatest hits where they're singing, you know, popular music and songs just written for Punxsutawney Phil. And they are dancing the whole time, and it's uh, quite the scene up there. So we're going to keep an eye on uh, Gobbler's Knob. We'll go straight to <laughs> straight to because there's farmers out there listening right now, TJ. They got to know. They got to know what's happening with their crops. How much more? I want to know. This is garbage right now. What we're going through. Absolutely. Too many days of cold. Although this is it. Today we get to 49. Today, yeah. Back to the crowd. The biggest I've ever seen. I, I, I've been told last night that officially it's the fourth largest crowd in LNC history. 14,000-something. Wow. The place seats 11-something officially. So that's how many standing room only people were there. But uh, we went to Norman last night and went to get something to eat with Peyton. We picked up Peyton, went to get something to eat, and I pulled in my normal time, which is about an hour and a half before tip. It might have been like an hour 20 before tip last night. But I was like, holy cow. Like where I had to park was significantly more crowded than it normally is. And the, the entrance has already had a ton of people at them. And I was like, look, look at this. Good on you, Sooner fans. And sure enough, they opened the doors and it was like, you know, um, all those scenes that that whenever you got a big game and the students all come rushing in and race into their seats and it was packed and people are moving in and uh, some season ticket holders are upset because some people who got in free are in their seats and we got all that kind of stuff going uh, on. Trust yeah. me, I got yelled at last night through text message and I'm like, this isn't on me. Like, quit yelling at me. And then the standing room only starts to fill. It's a good arena for standing room only because you've got the ring around two levels. Right. And people are standing everywhere. It was really incredible. And, I mean, that place was set for a party last night. It was tremendous. And OSU scored the first bucket and never let the party start. <laughs> never. Never it's gave it up two. after that. It's 10-2. to two, Then it's a double-digit game. And the whole place was like, Dude, dude, make a run so we can get into this thing and help. And they just could never make a run. And give OSU credit. They played a great game, and OU did not. And it's just a – it stinks, man. It's just a crying shame that uh, that they couldn't play better last night because that was an amazing crowd. Amazing crowd. And, they, you know, they were – fired up about how Saturday went, and they got in free, and it's bedlam and all that kind of stuff, and it was just the perfect setting for a special night. And OSU just came in and said, not happening. So very, very frustrating, very frustrating. But we'll have all day to talk about it. How was your Wednesday, Teach? Um, walked me uh, three miles around my lap in my living room. Get out of town again. Um, again, yeah. I was going to go just one. Come on, man. I was gonna this go is getting old. I was going to go just one mile. Then I said, I got another half mile in me. And then I said, I can make it to two. And then two turned into three. I just chugged right That's along, looped around my living rooms. Three miles. I don't get it. 
What are you trying to do here? Nothing. I just like to go on my walk each day, and I can't get outside and go on it right now. It's too cold. That'll change in the next day or two, it looks like. So you're going in circles in your living room for three miles? Three miles. Three miles. Dude, are you going insane? Poured it on yesterday. What was I going to do? Just sit in my recliner? Go to the gym. Ah, I didn't feel like driving to the gym. I'd already had a run to Hobby Lobby and... Headed back home, so I said, I'll just wrap my, uh, walk my uh, laps. Like I said, I was only planning a mile, which would have taken me uh, about 10 minutes, 15 minutes. But um, I just kept going. So I was listening to some music and just uh, flipping through some different things and just kept walking. I was like Forrest Gump. I don't know. I just felt like walking. I'm worried about you. <laughs> if I came on today and said, man, I'm worried about... My dad, he's uh, walking in circles in the living room. Three miles. He walked in circles for three miles in the living room last night. And be like, man, you better get your dad to the hospital or get him checked out or something like that. It's a pretty good la- It's a pretty good loop. You know the loop here in the uh, the hallways, uh, how the yeah. studios loop. It's about like that. It's about like that. So about the same size, I would say. How many of those loops do you think you did? To go three miles. How much is one loop? Um, let me think Checking about this. While you're thinking about this, check Say hello to Pat Osako. It's Ozone. Uh, we're introducing uh, the dignitaries in uh, Gobbler's Knob right now. Looks like the sun's about to come up, so we must be getting closer. Maybe uh, 150 feet each loop. I may be over a little bit there, that's but somewhere a, in there. That's a big loop. Are you sure? Yeah, my 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 living rooms are like rectangular. They run long ways, so yeah. Living rooms, yes. ladies and gentlemen. Yes, rooms. Well, one was a a front room that we busted out a wall and made into one big double living room. So yes, uh huh. Amazing. I mean, this is generational <laughs> wealth. Generational wealth. No, about. it's a 1969 house that had bigger rooms when they were built back in the day. That's what it is. I mean, what do I care? You can walk in circles. Sure. In I, I figured you'd come on and say, I'm proud of you. You, you. you haven't been able to go on your walk. You've kept it going the last few days. I mean, I'm guess, I guess I'm proud of you. I, I. It just sounds so incredibly stupid, man. It is like, stupid. And that's part of why I kept going the last YMCA. couple of days. You, you are the face of the YMCA. Well, no the body longer. of no, the YMCA. No longer, but I was at one point, sure. You're perfectly capable of going to a gym, which is what normal people do <laughs> when it's cold outside. Right. Insane people walk in circles in their living room for three miles. My thought is, round trip, it's going to take me about 30 minutes to the Y and back. 15 there, 15 back. That's most of my walk. Why not just start walking? I mean, what is the deal with you and well, I gotta not get home. to go places? I got to get home and cook. Uh, I, like I said, I went to Hobby Lobby. I went to, some, I went to Michael's and Hobby Lobby yesterday. I, I ran some errands afterwards, so I was at some places. Then why not go to the gym? I just didn't feel like it. I like my walk. I could have walked at the gym. You like walking in circles in your living room? No, I don't. I would prefer to go outside and do it. But you know, I was uh, I was going to get my walk in regardless. So I just I did. Not meaning to anger you. I just walked around. You asked me what well, I did yesterday. Well, I'm irritated already today. <laughs> and now you're doing stupid stuff. 
I'm worried that you're. I, I fully admit it's losing stupid. Your, you're losing your mental faculties. No, here. I, if I, I told you it was was not stupid, then I might be. But I'm telling you, yes, it's stupid. But I still did it. Yeah, well, at least you I know. agree with you. Yeah, I'm not arguing with you that it's stupid. You're telling me it's 150 feet around your loop in your house. I would say that stretch is probably 60, 60. That's 120. A free throw line is 15 feet. Yeah. 10 free throw lines. Now you're right. I'm, a, I'm way over exaggerating this. So probably a loop is... Maybe a little over 100, 110 feet or so. Okay, let's say it's 110. Yeah. How many laps do you think you did? I've got it figured out here. Uh, it was a couple of thousand, it felt like. That's what it felt like no, anyway. Not that many. <laughs> you did 144 circles in your house. Yeah, and it may it, not even be that big, so I may have done close to 200. Who knows? Oh, boy. We, something may have uh, finally clicked in our good friend T.J. Perry, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Just middle of the day, walking in circles in his house. <laughs> listening to music, you said? Or podcasts? What were you listening uh, to? Just music, yeah. Just had my headphones no, yeah. in. And then I'd pause and check out the weather when they'd pop in, see what was going on. Because it was sleeting in Norman, you know. Hey, look, you can see it over radar. It's just not hitting the ground. The, the weather yesterday and what they were telling me was something I had never heard before. It is, there's a lot of precipitation coming down, a lot of sleet and ice, a lot of snow, but none of it is hitting the ground. It's all in the clouds because it's too dry. It can't break through the clouds. But you see the radar, and we see the impact that it's having. I'm like, impact it's having? He will place Phil upon the stump. Uh oh. Where Phil and I will have a little talk. <laughs> and I will pick the appropriate scroll and it'll be read by the vice president. It looks to me like the sun is up. If it is shadow I see, it'll be six more weeks of winter. Ah, dang be. it. That's not it. He's just telling the options. I know, but it's a sunny day. He probably no shadow. shadow. An early spring. <laughs> That's what the fans want, Teach. Wow. They want no shadow. Highest crowd. Gentlemen. I mean, there's thousands ready? of people here. Daybreaker, please place the royal red carpet. Now, Roy Mr. Vice red President, will you been place placed the on the stumps. Here's this live, ladies and gentlemen, Gobbler's Knob, Pennsylvania. Punxsutawney Phil's big moment. You think I'm weird, and look what these people are showing up for, no, okay? no doubt. These people are weirder than you. <laughs> Gentlemen, gather around. I don't know. If you were if you were anywhere near Gobbler's Knob, wouldn't you go once just to check it out, Teach? Oh, without a doubt, wow. yes. It's a tradition. Well, come on, now. We, we need to get shout. to commercial break. Phil, 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 Phil. Phil! Phil! Come on, Phil! 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 lost their enthusiasm. He's, <laughs> He's knocking on the little door on Phil's stump. They're opening up the uh, little door now. What if Phil, like, bit the guy? That'd be kind of funny, wouldn't it? Are they sit they're having a hard time getting the door open. Oh, here it is. He's reaching inside the stump. 
Trying to get the animal, it appears. <laughs> He's like, you guys are crazy. Leave me alone. I was sleeping. All right. Well, we're having a hard time getting Phil out. Now, here he comes. Still can't see him. Is he in there? Oh. He was pretty, he was burrowed, it looks like, down inside his there little bed. This could be a Dallas Zoo situation. He's gone. He's been cut out of the backside <laughs> of his cage. The crowd's been reinvigorated. Phil has been Sakani Phil, ladies and gentlemen. There he is. Look at him. What a good-looking groundhog. Terrified. <laughs> he's looking at thousands of people cheering for him. All right, he's been placed on the red carpet. Come on, oh, Phil. We're really late for up, a break. He's been picked up again. They're milking this for all it's worth. We're about to find out whether or not winter is almost over. All right. Phil now is being placed on the red carpet on top of the stump. And here comes the official verdict. He's staring at him right now. It looks to me like I see a shadow, but we'll wait for the official declaration. Guys, Mr. President, we have a scroll. We have a scroll. Jeez. They've made their verdict, and here we go. The official reading of Ponxitani Phil. <coughs> hear ye, hear ye. Now on this February 2nd, Punxsutawney Phil, the seer of seers, was awakened from his wintry nap at dawn on Gobbler's Knob. Phil looked to the skies and then, speaking in groundhog ease, directed this, President Uncle, to the proper scroll, which reads, I see the morning has brought the finest people. I see their bravery and spirit. The time has come, I can feel it. The excitement, I can hear it. Very good writer. I see the folks with gray in their hair, and I see the kids all young and scrawny. Their eyes and cheeks aglow from the cold, clean air of sweet Punxsutawney. I see that everyone knows their part. Come on, Phil. Come on, Phil. I am merely the sage. But above all else, I see a shadow on my stage. And so, no it's matter over. how you measure, it's six more weeks uh, of winter weather. Boo, Phil! Boo. You stink, Phil! You stink! Oh, Make him a time. coat! We'll be back. Opinions. You've got them. We want to hear them. Sound off 24-7, 365 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. At 405-651-3439. Toby and TJ back with you for a quick second. Then we're going to catch up on our breaks because Phil made us run way Stupid over there. Phil. Uh, this hour brought to you by McIntyre Law. Serving clients across Oklahoma nationwide, your personal injury attorneys. You can call them 405-917-5200 for a consultation. He's a good writer, McIntyreLaw.com. Very, Very good writer. Yeah. But uh, he likes to milk it, that's for sure. Six more weeks of winter, folks. Uh, oh, let's hope he's wrong. 
Hope he's wrong. Uh, just a couple of quick texts before we hit I the don't wanna, uh, hour. I don't uh, want to hear any texts today, uh, these, not, uh These uh, first ones will be uh, non-OSU OU related. Oh, okay. Good. Fire Phil, this one says. Um, yes, I agree. This one says, what kind of question is that, Phil? Oh, I was trying. To, I was trying to get to that sounder so quick. How did I not have that already queued up? Kendall, the one psycho around listening right now, uh, besides maybe me who walks laps in his living room. Let's go! Six more weeks of winter! Kendall's excited for some reason. What kind of question is that, Phil? Oh, boy. My audio way too loud. Uh, it looks like the rest are all yelling at you and upset and angry. Uh, let's see what this one is. Yelling uh, at me. This one says over the basketball, uh, the basketball game. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, here's one. Hello, Tiro. Turkey Hello. bacon has lost it. <laughs> no doubt. What's the difference in just walking laps or just standing, uh, walking in one spot on a treadmill in someone's office? Uh, got the difference is the going in circles or not. Well, yeah, circles or just, just walking nowhere. Same By thing. I've officially added it's 100 feet around his living room. I'll, I'll measure it today. To the uh, TJ is rich <laughs> chart. I'll measure it today. Uh, we'll probably find out it's closer to 30. <laughs> but... There's people in there's people in uh, Gallardia right now in mansions going, Tad Gummit, we got to get a bigger house. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably measure it today. It's like 37 feet. We'll find out. <laughs> Break time. Uh, good segment, Teach. Good segment. 632. We'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. I'm proud of you for walking. That's good. That's good. I love a good walk. You know that. It's good for your health, all that kind of stuff. This walking in circles in your living room. <laughs> Seems to be a sign of insanity. I will not, uh, will not deny that you came, uh, you know, into my mind at one point, and I said, "This is really irritating." I'll keep going. I'm at a mile. I can go a mile and a half. <laughs> Soon it was three miles. <laughs> well, as long as I had some inspiration behind it, that's great. Oh man, Panda! How about Panda? Did you, they show any of Panda on TV last night? If they did, I uh, hopped in the shower at halftime to rinse myself, hoping that it would cleanse myself of what I saw in the first half. It did not work, so I did not see if they showed Panda or not. I don't believe it was, so. It's the most electric Panda performance of all time that I've seen. You know, the first half was a dud. The team's down at halftime. There's still fourteen thousand people there. They haven't given up on hope yet. And here comes Panda. And Panda's, Panda's, I think she's okay with me saying this. She's no spring chicken anymore. Well, which led to the retirement, some health issues a couple of years ago before she made the comeback. Right. But it makes what she does even more remarkable. How old do you think Red Panda is? I would guess now... Man, she's been around a long time. I'm going to just throw out late 50s. You think she's that old? Oh, I think she might be 60. Well, I think uh, she might be. She still looks young, but I know how long she's been around doing halftime shows, so that's kind of why I'm adding to it. And when that came around, that acts like that started, you know, getting run at colleges and NBA games. So it's been a two, three decades now, so she's got to be 50s pushing 60, if not in her 60s. Wrong 
Niu is her name, according to Wikipedia. Trying to see if it's got an age on here. Hang on a second. It's calling it up. Uh, she's on a she's on the unicycle. Um, it says she began practicing her act at age seven. Uh, she toured internationally with the Shanghai Acrobatic Troupe from age fourteen to nineteen. She's been doing this a long time. Uh, She moved to the United States when she was 19 years old. It does not say how old she is on the story I'm looking at. Had her unicycle stolen in San Francisco Airport in 2018? Um, I didn't say. Anyway, it doesn't matter. She comes out. That music starts, TJ. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. She it's mesmerizing. The, she flips the first bowl up. Place goes crazy, right? She goes to the other corner of the court. Two bowls. They start counting. One. Two. She flips them up. It lands. Place goes crazy. She goes to the other. Now it's starting to work into a froth. She goes to the other end of the court. She puts the bowls on her head. One, two, three. The crowd's all yelling out. Now they've gotten on. One, oh, 14,000 people. Two, three. Some student section started it. They were grady. She flips it. Bam. Pandemonium is breaking out, teach. Other end of the court, everybody in the arena is standing. I kid you not. They shut down the concession stand so everybody can watch Red Panda. Four bowls on her head. Everybody counts out. One, two, three, four. She holds it breathlessly on the end of her foot for what seems like forever, just trying to get it just right. Flips it up. Bam. Nails it. Women and children running in the aisles, TJ. They're going bananas. <laughs> but she's still got one more. And she goes to the other end to do five bowls. And I don't think I've ever been so nervous in my entire life, TJ. I'm sitting there watching a 60-year-old woman. or Cereal bowls, people. These are, uh, you know, if you're just waking up and tuned in for that line, she goes to do five more bowls. Um, Of course they're cereal bowls. bowls. She gets five bowls on her shin, which takes a while to get them all lined up just perfectly. While she's getting them lined up, one of the bowls falls to the floor. Just getting it lined up on her shin. So the uh, little helper there uh, picks up the bowl, tosses it back to her. Breathlessly, the Lloyd Noble Center goes quiet. All you can hear is the little music playing. And she flips it, and it got sideways. And three of the bowls come crashing to the court. And the place is like, ah, well, that was a good try. And Panda says, no, I'm not a quitter. I will not be deterred. What a life lesson, TJ, if you went there to watch Red Panda last night. Time's ticking down. The teams are trying to get back on the court again. They're out of the locker room. We're getting close to second-half action. And Panda says, this is my show. We will start the second half when I say we start the second half. I'm trying again. And the crowd senses She's not giving up. 
And <laughs> you're trying to make this game better than it was last night. Go ahead. Uh, the game was a complete dud, but halftime was spectacular. Panda asked for the bowls again. You could tell the little helper there is like, again? You want it again? We're running out of time, Panda. And she's like, again, again. And so he tosses her the bowl, and the crowd counts him out. One, two, three, four, five. And now it's reached its peak, TJ, because they know this is it. This is it. The teams are waiting. There will be no more chances after this. And Panda just, with the deft touch, no one else in the world can, flips him up, catches all five bowls on her head, and I dare say there has never been a greater celebration that I've ever witnessed in my life. People were passing out, TJ. <laughs> Fainting. I think that was over the first half, not the Bulls. What a performance by Panda. I, I uh, did a little play-by-play. I'll play that for you if I can find it. I don't know. She's something Drake, else. I think, captured it on uh, Instagram last night. It was... Uh, lives were changed. Um, just spectacular. Younger than so, we thought, both uh, the both of us. Yeah, fifty-two. No, 52. that's inaccurate. That's inaccurate. <laughs> Who told you that? So I found an article written about the forty-seven-year-old and her career, and it was written in twenty eighteen. Yeah, no, that's that's not right. She's trying to pull the wool over somebody's eyes. She might be. Her. Yeah, she might be. I uh, I saw her up close last night. I'm forty-nine. And I know I'm very young-looking 49. I Granted, my skin is spectacular, but Panda's got several years on me. Now, she does travel a lot. She's probably lived a hard life. I estimate at least 60. No offense, Panda, if you're listening today. 6.45 in the morning. Uh, so uh, that was the highlight last night. Um Everything before that and after that was Caleb Boone scoring and telling us all how short uh, we were. Goodness gracious, he could Why talk. is that a thing? I don't, I, I don't get that. Whether it's our guys or other guys, why is it a thing to say my opponent is too short? Look at you, tiny little people. I don't understand. That doesn't make any more sense than chanting overrated and. Don't you want your opponent to be as big as brawny as possible so that you could say, look at what I just scored over? The too short thing has got to go. It's old. 646, we'll be back. Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. Lock it on the Ref Sports Radio Network. Your home for Sooner fans. McIntyre Law brings you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show. Your personal injury attorneys. To find out more information, set up a consultation, McIntyreLaw.com. Air Comfort Solutions text line. All right, here we go. Let's uh, scroll back down here to the beginning. Hey, Toby. Yeah. I saw you on TV last night. How does it feel to be TV famous now? Hmm. <laughs> Feels good. Feels good. I was... I am, I'm, I'm waiting today I for the... Offers to roll in from Hollywood. Saw Drake again, too. He did not take my advice that I've been trying to give him. Um, I tried to let him know how miserable he looks on television every time they pan past him. 
Just RBF. looks miserable. Yes. And uh, he's like, "What? how am I supposed to look? I said, I want you matter. to smile. It doesn't matter if they're up 50 or down 50. He looks like he's <laughs> handcuffed to the table. Yes. Like, they're against his will. <laughs> I, I, I see him when he's at the women's games. I'm like, Drake, lighten up, man. Yes, yes. He's so intense. I'm like, dude, just smile every now and then. He goes, that's kind of weird. I was like, when the weirder than you already look. Uh, Toby, TJ, this men's team is beyond frustrating. To play like they did Saturday, and four days later, you put uh, put that out there. They gave all of those fans nothing to cheer about, and that stinks because that was the biggest crowd I've seen in years. Jimmy and Tulsa. Yeah, I mean, there's no, there's no hole in what he's spouting. That's beyond frustrating. Huge crowd waiting to, you know, waiting to get involved and help, and just they know there was pop. no opportunity. They wanted that pop. They did, and Caleb Boone didn't allow it. Give him credit. I mean, he from the opening tip dominated that game last. Yeah, time. he was tremendous. You got to give him credit. So yeah, he Musa Cisse is hitting seventeen footers. Musa Cisse became Steve Alford last night. Well, you had the one. popping 17-footers right and left. He's a 42% free-throw shooter. He's like, give me the ball. Swish, swish, swish. That's when I knew it wasn't their night. Early, I'm like, Caleb Boone. Caleb Boone's going to be scoring whatever. He's great. Musa Cisse has had one point in the last three games combined. He's got a bum ankle. And he was like, look at me. I am all of a sudden a marksman. I was like, hey, it ain't our night tonight. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember if it was Bryce Thompson or Avery Anderson. Someone threw up that floater, and it hit off the rim, bounced all the way up to the top of the backboard, and then Avery. came straight back down in. Yeah. Come on. Avery Anderson. Yeah. 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 That's the kind of night it was. <laughs> it was that kind of night. Uh, Chico in Philly says, embarrassing, 16 of 46 from the field, 5 of 22 from three. Yeah. You can't blame the free throws either. They True got stats. to the line. They got they to the got line. To the- Thank God they got to the line. Yes. I don't know that they break 30 points last night if they didn't get to the line. Uh, I wonder why Boynton uh, seems to get a free pass. Uh, that team has too much talent to be 13-9. and Cissé uh, has been hurt. It's clear who the better team is when OU, OSU are on the court. We look slow and unathletic. Which is, you talked yesterday yep. about the matchup and it being a bad matchup for it's Oklahoma. It's a bad matchup for OU. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and... Like, this is going to sound weird, but there are some teams at the top of the conference that are a better matchup than OSU, like Kansas. Kansas is a better matchup for OU than uh, Oklahoma State is. Um, Their length and athleticism is what – I've said it all year. This is not some after-bedlam revelation. It's the Achilles heel of this team. Now, that being said, Alabama is very long and athletic too, which makes Saturday hard to explain. But the difference between how hard Alabama played on the defensive end and how hard Oklahoma State plays on the defensive end is light years. Alabama's going to have a couple of guys go in the top ten picks of the draft probably, certainly in the uh, lottery. They're going to have several guys drafted off that team. They may go on to the Final Four and win a championship. They don't play half as hard defensively 
as Oklahoma State does, or for that matter, anybody in the Big 12. And OU took advantage of that. Uh, but the Cowboys got up in them last night with their length and athleticism, and OU could not run their offense. Uh, it was hard for OU to score. They had to really work. And every time they would seemingly have daylight, the guys on the uh, back line would block a shot or alter a shot. They couldn't get good looks from three. OSU's a really good defensive team. I'm not here to sell you that they're great because they are what they are. They're 13-9. and nine. They may be a tournament team. They may not. But they are really good defensively. When they struggle, it's to score. They are the lowest scoring team in the Big 12. Usually, they have droughts, four, five, six-minute droughts without scoring. They didn't have one of those last night. I saw in the uh, Oklahoman article this morning, they did not go three consecutive possessions last night without scoring, which is amazing. Um, and give, you know, OU deserves some blame there for not forcing more stops than that. But... They've got OU's number this year, no doubt. They didn't just beat them twice. They dominated them twice and uh, made them like it. So the last week of OU basketball is one of the weirdest weeks there has ever been. It's inexplicable. We witnessed three blowouts, and the one that they won was against the hottest team in America. <laughs> it makes no sense at all. Break time, 7 o'clock. Ponxatani Phil has seen his shadow six more weeks of winter. We'll be back.